When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. come in please no i'd rather you didn't <laughs> oh it's you the, monet oh no definitely don't <laughs> the first rule of improv is always to yes and bunny the first rule of improv yes you take your nerdy fucking theater ass out of here <laughs> <laughs> but did you, do you ever think that you would have thrived in art school bunny like if you would have went to like an arts high school or no I always wanted to be an actor. I was in the theater, and uh, my dad taught history at a southern university called Chattanooga. What was it called? I don't even know. UTC, oh University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Yes, I am stoned. What of it? I worked all damn day today and yesterday, and it's legal. <laughs> Wow, that's the thing. So I was I um I was in New York last week for a thing, and my fr- like my friend pulled out a pre roll. And I was like, girl, and I was like, oh, my God, we can, like, smoke openly, like, in the streets. Like, we li- I was like, this is so weird. And I, I, it was a great feeling to just st- fucking spark up a joint right in the middle of 28th Street and fucking 8th Avenue. It was fabulous. Yes, I don't think they let you do it in parks. Oh, you can't smoke? Is, Why? Well, I mean, you can't even drink in the parks, can you? There's fucking Nazis. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, but you can, you, you can smoke a cigarette in the park? Well, then that's discrimination. Uh, honestly, for real. Now, Bunny, I was with someone recently, and I heard a little story about you. And I, I had to admit, I was fucking, I was in my home cackling. I was howling at how funny this okay. was. It was, it was uh, my uh, your friend and my dear friend Peaches Christ came over to my place in L.A. And we, they, she was talking about the, the the drag queens of comedy tour from a few years ago. And she was like, so you guys were all there. And if you guys don't know, the, the drag queens of comedy, it was what, like 2017? I think the last one was 2018, maybe it was. Yeah, and it's, it's like all like, put together by Sasha Soprano. Right. In, in San Francisco, like, a bunch of... Bunny, Jackie Beat, Peaches Christ, Coco Peru. And then they had younger gals like uh, Bob and uh, Willem. Willem. 
Alaska, all those girls. And then so the and and Lady Rica Tours on his store. So they're all at this venue and um uh, uh, the the guys are in like two or three of them getting ready. And then Bunny comes in and Bunny apparently bought some food and she put it on the shelf. She's like, I'm not gonna eat my food, I'm gonna put it away on the shelf. And then Bunny leaves the room. Lady, Lady Red Couture comes in a few rest in peace, by the way, comes in a few beats later, and she's like asking everyone, she's like, Whose food is this up here? Everyone's like, Girl, I don't know, somebody's food. And she's like, and she's like asking around, and no one is, is claiming this food. So apparently Lady Lady Red Couture eats Bunny's fucking two-piece in the biscuit that Bunny had got and put it there for later. Bunny comes back in later after the show to eat her food to find a and this is the shady part. Lady Red Couture left the chicken bones and everything in this fucking box. So imagine you put your food away and you come to get it and it's just chicken bones in this box. And Bunny's like, who ate my food? Who ate my food? And then somebody said Lady Red Couture and apparently Bunny goes, well, you know, that shit's fucking shady. I just want to let Lady Red Couture know I'm fucking fat too. And I... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I adored Lady Red Couture and we would often call and you know, catch up for you know when we when we weren't touring. I mean, she was phenomenal. Most people know her as the host of Johnny McGovern's um, uh, "Hey Queen." Hey Queen, the the yeah. cable show that I think it went on to Netflix or yeah, it was on Netflix. I, I, the episodes might still be on. I don't know. I never I never got to meet Lady Ricardour. Um, our our prize never never crossed. I mean, I may have seen her drag con in passing, like here and there, but I never like had a conversation with Lady Ricardour. She was phenomenal. I mean, she was she was almost seven feet tall, like size fourteen feet, and wore those you know the biggest lashes, like that usually clowns only wear. Work. But she was trans, and you know lived it, and was just this giant, fun loving, you know, red lipstick, funny. Yeah. She could also sing really well. She did a a brilliant dance cover of that Gwen Guthrie song from the eighties. Ain't nothing going on but the rent, which was mm. kind of like a Paradise Garage song. Well, Gwen Guthrie was a Paradise Garage artist, which made it onto the radio. Gwen Guthrie's biggest hit, and um, you know that song was always like fantastic, but a little bit like it could use a dance remix. Ladies sang the hell out of that song. If you want, look it up. It's um, the producer featuring Lady Red Couture, Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent. Adam Joseph featuring Lady Red Couture, Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent. It is really hot. You know, Johnny McGovern met her when she was homeless. And he okay. and, and, and they, they he took her in. And she oh, was wow. like a joy on that show because she's just so nutty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I But also, I'm not doubting Lady, Lady Red's abilities. Yes, you I'm are. I'm like... <laughs> It's she just rolled ad. over that's in like, her grave. <laughs> that's like Bunny saying, Bunny, I do a killer. I mean, when I tell you, I do a killer, killer Beyonce. But you just, you just have to pay me $30,000 to see it. I'm like, well, bitch, I'm not. Yeah, sure. I'm not paying you $35 to see your fucking bitch. Give me a, a one-two step first before I shuck out any money to see that oh, shit. Oh, no, that's Sierra. See, don't act like I don't know anything about black. One-two step is Sierra. So you don't even oh. know your own fucking shit. <laughs> I love it when you want to shit. <laughs> See, I've already got my parodies ready, old whore. I mean, young whore. 
Well, today we have a great line. And I know you guys have tweeted us that you guys are missing the stereo calls and yada yada. The stereo calls are coming back next week. We just had two very compelling interviews back to back. And um, and you guys were also raving about the Billy Beyond one from, from last week because you guys learned so much. Bitch, I learned so much in that interview. And this week with Shaquita is no exception. Again, we love this new school, old school dynamic uh, with our guests. And it's just, it was a really fun interview. So you guys enjoy that. It's fabulous. It's fierce. Take a chill pill, smoke, smoke a blunt, and listen to this interview. You guys are in for a treat because a New York City legend and staple and icon, Bunny, I'm not talking about you, calm your tits. I see you getting excited over there. Now, no, no, we no, have I'm just the beautiful emphasis <laughs> on the con. Emphasis on the con. <laughs> <laughs> When you say Y'all, please, about please welcome the fabulous Shaquita Hall. <laughs> How am I supposed to like be quiet when y'all are so stupid? <laughs> How What's dare you insult us? Irony? How dare you insult us at the beginning of our podcast? I'm, I can insult the elderly because I'm one of you too, honey, so trust. I have heard that you were difficult. <laughs> I am very difficult, so be very careful. It's in my rider to Shukwita, be difficult. There's so much I want to chat with you about. A, a lot of it being like New York City things. And, and <laughs> now that you don't live here I, yeah, anymore, I can I, I just, I just stir the pot yeah, from uh-huh. across the country. Now she's all about it. Oh, the history. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, she's all about it. The history. Mm-hmm. You were introduced as Shaquita Hall. Now, is that your Facebook name or your stage name? Because sometimes your crazy ass is known as Shaquita Rizel de la Nuit. Oh. Is it Hall? Only the, old, only the older people know that. No, okay, so my original drag name, actually my first drag name was uh, Miss Shady oh. Lane. And then it changed to Her Royal <laughs> Highness, the Princess Shaquita Rizel <laughs> oh, de la Nuit. Oh my God. <laughs> And then that just became a little little bit much to put on ads. (laughs) (laughs) And then they just shortened it to Shaquita. Where Mm -hmm. did the Rizel come from, for Christ's sakes? Are you kidding me? You, you, You were part of this. You were part of this. We were in Miami. You, Rue, oh. uh, uh, Amanda, oh. Lee Chapel. We were all going to do a, an event ah. at uh, the club. I don't remember the name of the club. And we're all on the bus, all us freaks, going, and we're going through. And back then, my, you know, Miami was when you could walk down the street and be a mm-hmm. freak and be fun and, like, mm-hmm. have a good time. Yeah. And no one would say a thing. Yeah. Uh, Versace was walking down mm-hmm. the street. And um, you, uh, I remember you were on the bus, and you're like, Shaquita, why you have a black <laughs> name? We gotta give you a name. I can't and so we were driving by, we were driving, I'm sorry, by the way, I'd like to apologize for my Bun Bun uh, impersonation. <laughs> I'll work on it. But we were driving by this, it's like, these than, old, you remember these old? It's better than mine. It's better than mine. <laughs> these old hotels, there used to be like those deco mm-hmm. hotels, and one of them was called the Rizel, and you were like, that's it. It's the Rizel. You don't remember this, do you? And Rue was Rue was sitting in the back, just like reading, literally reading a book, just sitting in the corner, okay. reading okay, a book. Okay, okay, okay. Everyone was so, like, 
And everyone was like, you are Shaquita Rizal. So you guys, okay, so this trip, so you guys were all flown into Miami to do a gig or you guys were all vacationing yes. together? Like what? No, no. So we used I, to, we used to like fly, those just fly us down to Miami. I do remember, I do remember rhyming Rizal with T-Cell. I remember rhyming Rizal <laughs> with T-Cell often. Oh <laughs> exactly and that's how so yes you are you are responsible for my two remaining t-cells <laughs> okay so can you tell us what this gig was was it like what was this uh, you, gig? no so this is you know clearly before drag race and everything uh clubs would fly you know the new york celebrities or, or sort of new, they wanted that new yeah. york vibe in their club so they'd fly a whole bunch of us down and we, I remember we did a couple what times. What year was this? Is this like 92 or like 2002? Oh, it was in the, it was in the, let, let's just say literally Versace was walking the streets. Gag. I remember like the next morning after the gig, like I was walking down the street and someone's like, Versace got shot. I was Shut like, oh, up. Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. It was, do you remember these gigs, Bunny? Oh, okay. What am Girl. I, what am I saying? She's probably, she's probably already Bunny can I remember to do our podcast the other day, bitch. You think you remember who was on the, on the streets in 90? Yes, I do. I do. So, so, Shaquita, so this is the fantasy gig. So, I mean, I think that a lot of kids don't realize that a lot of kids see Drag Race as the only way uh -huh. to do what you and RuPaul and Bunny and, and Amanda Lepore, like all these, like, you know, all these celebs, uh, uh, all these queer celebrities were doing in the 90s. They are like, they... I feel like a lot of them can't even fathom a world where that was possible without being on RuPaul's Drag Race. But I think I think the the real thing is that do most people, and I'll ask you this mm -hmm. personally, how often before you go into something do you research it? And I would say 99% of people do yes. not. And when I say research it, I mean like when you decide, okay, I want to do drag or I want to go mm -hmm. into hair. Like how many people say I want to go into hair and then they go and they research about the hairdressers before them, the people that came, what, you know, they just go in it and they start curling hair and they start doing hair, they become right, hairdressers. Right. It's the same thing with drag. No one, first of all, there's no u drag right. union, there's no drag school, there's no drag history museum. Right. So when you decide, and the, the, the thing about drag is drag is kind of the wild- My closet. <laughs> I mean, we've seen Girl. your closet, honey. Drag, it's called, it's called her apartment. <laughs> uh, drag, is, <laughs> drag is sort of the wild west of mm -hmm. entertainment. There's no rules. Yeah. So uh, when, when, when somebody's like, it's so easy for someone to just be like, I'm a drag queen. I mean, literally, I would be hosting Drag Wars in New York City, and three weeks later, some I would hear them announcing a queen that just started and be like, legend, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, legend, icon? You've been doing drag for three weeks. <laughs> so, Shaquita, so how many years exactly have you been doing drag? Um, I just privately celebrated uh, 30, 30 years. years? So that's 91. Blue? So you started yes. drag in 91. 1990. 1990. Okay. Okay. Yes. So I guess it's 2000. Yeah. 1990. 1990. By accident. Yes. By accident. Okay. What does that mean? Girl, did you, did you just accidentally walk into Mac and you accidentally got some, some Studio Fix Foundation? You accidentally got on stage? <laughs> <laughs> Well, pretty well, almost, almost like that. I mean, I was, I was uh, studying opera right. at school. Oh and, yes, um, I don't want to talk about that. You know, yes, at, okay, let me remember there. Uh -huh. Okay, and then at the at the end of the, we were doing like some some production. At the end of the production, the you know, I was so I should say that I was probably one of the youngest people in my school mm -hmm. at the time because normally everyone I went to a conservatory, right. so everyone was like twenty five and over. 
I was uh, like eight, nine, eight, 19 at the time. And I remember, uh, so now everyone knows my age. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Girl, I remember, dude, I, 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 you just gave all the numbers and I will still never figure it out because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I know, right? We can't, we can't do the math. But uh, I literally went to, the, they were like, let's go party after. And I was, I'd never been to a club. I'd never had a drink. I was so like, you know, prim uh-huh. and proper. And, uh, you know, the Jamaicans. <laughs> and so I, they, they were like, but we have to dress up to go into this club because they won't oh. let you in if you don't have a look. So we went down to the costume department and, you know, all the, the costumers and the way, we all got dressed up in this thing. We jumped in a bunch of cars, went to this club, walked in, and the guy at the front door was like, you, who are you with? And he pointed at me and I was like petrified. Uh-huh. And like, I was like, I'm with them. <laughs> and he like waved all of us Work. in. And we went in and uh, this guy came up to me and it was Boy George. Oh. And he was like, oh my God, you look amazing. I'd love to hire you to host uh, here with me. And I was like, oh my God. On so your I ran first over to night? My friends. Yes, bitch. And I ran over to my friends. It's like, oh my God, boy George just gave me a job. And they're like, oh my God, you're so naive. <laughs> well, they weren't it wrong. Wasn't, it wasn't boy George. It wasn't boy George. Ow. So it was a costume party. And it was Lee Chapel dressed up as boy George. And it was the opening night of the Roxy Work. Nightclub. Which oh my for those God. who don't know was and, the biggest. Yeah, so that that's was... how I started drag. And then the next week... I was uh, the host of Saturday Night Now, Shaquita, now obviously, Shaquita is also has uh, 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 is known for being very put together, very polished, always looking very well. But obviously, back then, you looked like shit. I mean, we all did when we first started. <laughs> uh, you, you, of course, I think we right. all. Uh, first of all, as I always say to the young kids, I don't always say to people. If you are looking at pictures of mm. yourself uh, from the past. And you're not thinking, oh, wow, I've gotten better. Then you have an issue, <laughs> For Bunny. Sure. If you still look the same, yeah. Bunny, then we have <laughs> Houston, we got a problem. <laughs> uh, no, but of course, yeah. It was, it was, I don't even think we could call that drag back right. then. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I will say drag, it's like so funny to see older pictures. We had, um, oh my God, um, oh, the first, uh, we had Linda Simpson on the podcast and she had her book where yeah. she had all of these pictures from, from like old nightlife. And it's so crazy to yeah. look at like the trends that were going around when she was snapping photos and it's just like, like drag mm-hmm. has, do you, are, are you vibing with how... There is definitely a more realness in drag these days. Like everyone wants to look like Womana. OMG. Well, so uh, this is so funny because you know, with with age come mm-hmm. experience, and with you know, you you see the yeah. trends. And if you look at photos of me back yeah. in the day, like, and this was the '90s, we were all trying to emulate the supermodels yeah. and the supermodels were natural women. So we all wanted to look like Naomi, Christy, you know, uh, whoever was, and you know, that's, that was our look. So we didn't have sparkly right. outfits. We didn't have fe- feathered mm. headdresses. We didn't have too much makeup. We had, we didn't have pantyhose. We were natural. We were sure <laughs> that we were, you know, natural <laughs> biological female sure. women. And, you know, and that, that was that just, that was a look mm-hmm. back then. And in fact, the the girls the queens of my era um we all looked down on people that wore sequins really? and feathered headdresses and yes cuz we were like ooh girl that's old school oh. drag honey the new school dr- the new school drag is the you Supermodel. know the gucci Got dress it. which is you know with a supermodel a, like a like a high heel pump and a short skirt speak for yourself speak for yourself i remember one queen reading me for wearing jeans 
I was wearing these je- jeans and this like Gucci uh-huh. top. And I was like, because it was like a go- whole uh-huh. Gucci, uh, you know, the jeans weren't Gucci, the top was. <laughs> but you know, you all don't need to know my business. <laughs> and I remember this queen was like, ugh, any queen, what, a drag queen wearing jeans on stage? That's terrible. And I was like, bitch, but I look cunt, honey. <laughs> uh, cut to, I don't think I would you know, ever see you wearing jeans th- these days. Like, I, I, I feel like that would, ne- like, your drag is so polished, but... I, would you ever wear jeans in a series like on stage today? But if you think of the '90s looks, if you look back at like '90s hip hop oh, yeah, and '90s sure, videos, yeah. they were wearing those je- those like Zathan diesel mm-hmm, Zathan mm-hmm. jeans with the you know the bell bottom fitted for the women that were fitted with the mm-hmm. bell bottoms. That was the look back then. The little Kangol yes, white hat yes. off to the side with the hair coming out. That was the look. <laughs> that was the tea. But now, if I wear jeans. They have to be bedazzled for yeah, the gods. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's just the difference. It's it's I've seen. I, I feel like I started seeing a difference when um, uh, Versace started to become really uh, sort of more popular, and the prints were bolder mm. and wilder. And then from Versace, then Gucci started doing more wilder mm-hmm. prints. Uh, and then it just sort of you know the drag started becoming more extravagant. Um, but. What really tipped the scale, I think, in terms of looks and fashion for drag queens was Lady Gaga. Ooh. And Lady once Lady Gaga came out, drag queens were like, oh, hell no. I'm not going to have a real woman look, look fiercer you than a think? drag queen. And s- Yes, honey. And drag queens started going, drag queens started going wild with the makeup and extra and over, over the top. That's when over the topness became, is that a word? We, um, it is now. I'm so ignorant. <laughs> But that's when over the topness I th- I became think they always, the norm. Hmm. You you started seeing drag queens with uh, with shadow out, you know, back behind yeah, their ears. Yeah. You know, like the wild, crazy looks. And I I, I know you did it too because I have some oh, pictures. No, I did. Listen, I did. I did. Oh. But the funny thing is that like when like stuff that I would do like 2013 or like when I first started 2014, and I would like do like drippy eyes and shit like that. And again, I was not mm-hmm. the first one to do this. But then you fast forward years later, when you get on on Draggeries, these these like kids, they screenshot of like, ah, uh, look at Monet trying to do Aquarius makeup. I was like, bitch, I did that in 2014. Yeah. Aquaria yeah. wasn't even a fucking drag queen. Yet. She was, you know. And again, Aquaria does all of yeah. all, she does all of her own fear stuff like Aquaria doesn't need to be yes. inspired by anyone she is uh, such a great queen but I'm like anybody still forever but these things came from back in the day honey the difference between you know uh, earlier I was talking about how most people especially drag queens do not do research they the drag is sort of the wild yeah. west of entertainment yeah. Aquaria did her oh, research for sure. Aquaria you know knew her history knows her mm-hmm. history and I think anyone who knows their history can create using bits and pieces from the from the for past sure. uh and the and the present yeah, for sure so yeah, yeah. I, I agreed Aquarius is someone who definitely did the research and that's why honestly that's why that, she has such a special place in my heart i, I love and respect mm-hmm. her so much because like you said like she mm-hmm. is of someone she is like a student and a fan of drag which makes yes. her a great drag queen yeah. Yes. I mean, it's 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 like when you see people like, for instance, uh, Violet Chachki, you can tell that that's a student mm-hmm. of fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just somebody just just like, oh, I'm going to create something and now I'm yeah. fabulous. And that's a problem with uh, a lot of drag queens is they don't do their yeah. homework and they don't they don't. No one tells them they need yeah, to do the yeah. homework. There's no there's no sort of uh, school of drag. There's no sort of. Uh, Standards. Yeah. There's no yeah. standards. And then so uh, so so Shaquita, So on that token, you 
So did you call me a token? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. What wait a minute. 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 Did I hear you say that drag queens started wanting to wear over the top makeup and that Lady Gaga made that's that enormous? Right. Are you serious? See, now, see, now that's how that's how that's how any anytime anytime over the top becomes the norm, it's time to go for the fucking primrose bonnets and the fucking cat. Tan, uh, you know, uh, pilgrim looks. Which, which I love. But you know what? You cannot, you cannot deny. What about Divine? What about the Ballet Monte Carlo de Trocadero? What about Adora? They were all, what about all those queens in South Beach, Connie Casserole? They were wearing outrageous makeup. I don't think it was Lady Gaga. I think it was we the were contour talking, we were, of drag race. We were race talking about the, uh, the changes in the sort of the club scene, how it went from uh, sequin feathers. I mean, if you look back in the '60s, if you were a drag queen, you had to have the the huge hair and the feathers. I'm just talking about the evolution how drag, just like everything, goes in goes goes around. I, I, but I, I didn't get that. I didn't get that evolution because I never wanted to look down on anyone wearing sequins or feathers. And that was Bob Mackie and Diana Ross mm -hmm. and Cher. And I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I never was part of that, you know, larger, as you describe it. We're real yeah. and, and we're in a, the 90s. And I've got that's on a Gucci what, that's top. What, I mean, I think we all sort of covet what we see. We all, you mm -hmm. know, that's why it, that's why inclusion and uh, representation is so important because, you know, the, I, I have to say that my look was sort of inspired by this. I, I went to an opera when I was a, a child, a child, like young, yeah. and I saw this black woman walk in, in in a brown leather jacket, brown leather skirt, brown leather gloves, hair snatched back, literally perfection. And, you know, I was like, that is what I want to look like when mm. I do drag. That is my aesthetic. So we all sort of covet what we see. That was me. That was me. Girl. You have queens like who just do like what they think the standard drag is, which also uh, uh, tr like trends. Like uh, we're all not oblivious. Trends in drag do exist. And what, what I was saying before is that it is a trend right now. Like like everyone's wearing human hair and like all like mm -hmm. these things are now. Bunny, like again, you're, you you may not be following those no boobs, no boobs. No boobs. Like so, so you you may not follow those things, but it is a trend to like not wear the boobs and to have the human hair and to not wear hip pads and to now not even corsets. And bitch, you will never find me without a corset in uh, when i am in drag i just did a music video i'm not wearing a corset but there is that because you is that is is that because what? you can't How do you <laughs> <laughs> but like that is like a big trend right now like it's like it's like giving yeah. like natural like totally. you know i think i, I think but 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 why would you want to be what a, a trend setter is not a trend follower because people are, everyone's different. I don't care. Yes, I don't care what the trends are. A trend follower is never and, a trendsetter. But Bunny, I think it's okay to, think. Uh, to allow people to sort of experiment and find themselves sure. and find their trend and find where they where they belong in the scheme of things. Mm -hmm. I'm sure when you were coming up and you were looking at you know Dusty Springfield, uh, you know that that was what your aesthetic led towards, right. and that's what your aesthetic became. Right. So now these younger kids, when they see the fashion, okay, we lost her. We lost her again. But when young when younger kids see the fashion magazines, when they see Lady Gaga, when they see things, yeah. that's what they want. They want you know when now people are looking at Instagram. And people are, you know, wanting to look like For Instagram sure. influencers, For sure. and that's so you, you know, denying 
it's one thing to say, oh, why do you want to follow trends? Of course, you know, we, we, you have to understand yeah. that as human beings, people are going, we all take something For sure. from something I agree, else. I agree. So, I agree. Um, so what, what I was saying before is that you are a super self-sufficient drag queen. So when I would first see Shaquita, I would, I would like, I was so confused. Like, oh, I wonder who did her hair. I wonder who did this. I wonder who did the jewelry. But bitch, you are at home creating and making all of these things. You are not a queen. When you post something on Instagram, you don't have to be like, hair by this one, jewelry by this one, <laughs> watch by this one, pants by this one. It is all me. So can you talk about that and why you are that way with your drag? Because I'm poor, because I'm not a, I don't have drag race money like you, girl. I can't afford the I can't afford it. Necessity is the mother of drag, yeah, honey. Yeah. You, yeah you... I I actually like uh, I'm not great at anything, but I like I disagree. attempting Oh, well, thank you. But I like well, that's true. I, that's true. That's the first time I've agreed with you today. <laughs> but I like attempt. You know, I like attempting it, and I like at, at the end the pride you get in like finishing something yeah. or creating something. You know, do I get for? I remember I used to work at Barracuda back a thousand years ago, and I remember mm-hmm. one night uh, I used to always ask the audience what uh, who they wanted me to do the week before, and the week that was coming up was Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do uh, Mad, come out as Tina Turner, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdomes. So I had this grand idea to recreate that costume on a budget. Because, you know, <laughs> working at Barracuda, they pay you $2. Girl. Um, so I literally was on my floor. My friend came over and I was on my floor, like hot gluing and bending wires and creating. And my fingers were bleeding. And I was literally crying. I was like, why am I working so hard? Nobody cares. Literally yeah. nobody cares. And my friend is like, that is not true. The reason I'm here is because I care and I want to help. And if one person cares, trust me, there's others that care. And, yeah. you know, I, that, that gave me the sort of push to finish the outfit. And can I tell you, mm-hmm. I still have that outfit. And in fact, the head designer from Donna Karen uh, paid to borrow that outfit and wear it what? for Halloween. Wow! Work! Work! And then she was so shocked to see that it was plus size when she received it. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> what did she well, go as? Not Tina, no, it was a guy. He went as Tina Turner, Mad Max, Thunderdome. Word. Oh, okay. Now here's All my right. thing. I'm I, when when I when I'm talking about that, I'm I'm talking about I I, I don't know what event it was for. I, maybe it was Lifefall. That like white outfit you had with like the light up fucking scepter, and I was like, when you, I was like, this is insane. How did you make that? Uh, time and. Patience. I just don't have the prowess. I don't have the patience, and I don't. I mean, when I was, I, you know, well, I mean, in in New York, when I was working like a, my regular gigs, mm. I was I, I I was sewing, but I was never creating things like that, bitch. I was making leotards, cat suits, and gowns, and that's yeah. it. Period. Out of four way stretch I, I fabric, do, not I, I can. It, it better be four way, or else it's not gonna happen. I do remember as a child always pulling apart everything and seeing mm. how it's made. And uh, I have a, like a photographic uh, sort of memory. I cannot read or s- I can read, but I can't spell. Like really? I can't spell. Like I can't spell. But yeah. if you've ever read an email from me, there's so many typos because I don't think sort of. I don't. I sort. I think more visually. Got so it. So I just see the. I know what I want to say. I see the message. I know. The, I know how to spell the words. Right. But in my speed, I never learned how to type. So I'm no. But so in my you're sort of, on the spectrum. I'm, <laughs> and oh there's God. nothing wrong with that. Yes, thank you, Jaquita. That, thank you, we thank all, you. We all have something, honey. I'm black, bunny's fat. Hey, we all got something. 
We all have we all have our cross to bear. Some a little heavier than others. Yes, yes mama. mama. Oh, wait. Bun so. Bun doesn't like when when they come back at her. Oh, wait. I love it. That's why we ask you on. Well, are we are we going to see more of this dynamic at you guys' show? Because you guys have a show together coming up. Yes, we start uh, this Friday, May 21st at uh, Queen's Yard. It's a new restaurant in Hudson Yards. Word. Uh, and yeah, it's going to just be wild, crazy. I don't think... I don't think the owners of this restaurant is quite sh uh, aware of what's coming. <laughs> like, I think I think Brandon Brandon Voss just was just like, um, so I hired a bunch of people. I don't think he, you know, so it's going to be me, Amanda Lepore, uh, right. this amazing uh, artist, uh, Laszlo, uh, this incredible singer, Storm, Lady Bunny. Uh, I don't know what she's doing, but, you know, <laughs> terrorizing people. And uh, wait, is this, is, this, is this every Friday you guys are doing the show? It's going to be every every Friday. It's oh sort my God, of like, I'm it's going. sort of like crazy, crazy dinner theater. I'm coming this Friday. I'm going to yeah. be in New York. I'm coming. I'm oh, not kidding. Are? Yes, I'm oh, coming. We're, oh, okay. no, 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 we're actually, we're full. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> we are actually, we are actually sold Brandon out. Brandon will, will find a fucking yeah. ticket for me after all of the, after, after that, that, that rich white man in his, in his uh, Hudson Yards apartment, after I have slay for him on tour for uh, two years now, oh, he going to find a ticket. I'm getting the <laughs> oh. table. Oh, Oh, I'll, I'll I'll be inside drinking and stay away from that drama, honey. <laughs> Bunny. You can oh, handle you can handle the door. I'm I'm good. Oh, I'll be stirring it up. Yeah. <laughs> drama. Just could you imagine? Shaquita yes. again. Another thing Shaquita is known for is obviously having a fabulous voice, and but so you went to school. You went to Juilliard. You yes. you went to Juilliard School. Yes. Opera, opera train. Mm -hmm. Yes. So go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you, no. Go, I was go, just going to say I actually was in the same class with Audrey McDonald. Oh, really? Exact same class. And now she's rich and famous, 17 Tonys. <laughs> and I'm sitting here in a studio apartment uh, begging for ramen noodles on the streets. <laughs> Somehow someone's career didn't turn out the well, way you... she planned. Well, to be fair, you beg for ramen noodles on streaming also. <laughs> I do. Don't be too hard That's on funny. yourself, honey. Ask... You have several avenues for ramen. I did ask my husband to get noodles today, but we, we went for Jamaican, so... Oh my God! People, oh, is that a key word? Is that a word that you have? Noodles? Is that oh a word, special word that you? Bunny, you are dirty. Because if you keep talking hot talk, I won't be able to concentrate on Friday. Bunny, I think your doorbell is. I think your doorbell is ringing. It's the so we're. It's called Queens at the Yard, a weekly dinner show with. It's got like singers, as you say in burlesque. You. Uh, Amanda Lepore, the world's most famous transsexual. I'll be doing some DJing and some comedy performance, but it's a mixed bag of performance. It's not, it's a little, it's, it's what the tagline is. If you've been sitting around in sweats for a year and you feel like dressing up and you still fit into your shit, uh, you know, uh, after COVID, then then this is like a, a, a bit dressier, right? Yes, yes. This is the vibe. It's, it's, for, it's for everyone to like, you know, dress up a little bit. Sometimes you just need that little like oomph to like get you out of that funk, you know. You can always go to the, the T-shirt and jeans event or, you know, but this is, it's going to be a little bit cooler. It's sort of a nod to like, nightlife new york city nightlife when it was wild and crazy um mm -hmm. a little nod to that so should i be doing uh my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard while squirting no, uh, buttermilk from a br cone bra oh, god Ugh. not while they're eating their expensive meal bunny oh, <laughs> oh okay right. i mean please i mean we we already have uh, amanda pulling a lipstick out of her vagina so that's, Ooh, that's that's true. Hot. She does do that. Um, now, listen, honey. 
Uh, you have just blown people's minds singing live opera at Wigstock. So when you were at Juilliard, you were cast in like walk a male role to come out and sing. And then how did it transform to this gorgeous, is it soprano? I'm ignorant. No, so uh, it's, I, that's actually a very interesting uh, question. I'm actually a soprano. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do a D, sometimes an E above high C. Really? Yes, bitch. Oh, but she's the, you know Jesse it's, Norman, it's honey. Because, it's because I have a dark tone. It's exactly. It's like Jesse Norm, Jesse Norman. Okay, it's because I of the dark tone. Okay, yeah. y'all are set, trying to throw racial <laughs> set, joke setups at me, and I'm not going to fall for it. <laughs> but I used to always, when I was young, I used to always conduct and uh, teach my choir. Uh, and so I had to sing all the okay. parts of the men and the women. So when I went through puberty, my vocal, my voice was still like, was very strong from doing that. And uh, like any muscle, if you if you exercise it, it will get stronger. And so when I yeah. went to Juilliard, I went to Juilliard as a bass baritone. Um, and oh. then people would always say to me, oh, like I would just be, you know, like they would ask me to imitate such and such diva and I would do it. And they were always like, oh, my God, do a Leontine Price, do Maria Callas, do Jesse Norman. And they were like, your voice sounds just like them. And I was like, meh, whatever. And uh, I remember I was doing a show in uh, Tel Aviv. And then when I came back, uh, someone asked me to sing an aria in, in a live club show. And I was like, nobody wants to hear a black drag queen sing opera. But at that point, what, what were you performing in Tel Aviv? Were you performing opera out of drag? No. I, it, so when I when I was doing drag, I was you know dancing, kicking up in those. You remember those Fredericks of Hollywood? Oh buddy? yes, those. Yes, Elsa honey. Anita, I, the strip reels from Anita. Pat Fields. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So you know that's what we were doing, dancing. Me, Lena. You know, it, it was just me in Tel Aviv, but it was like I come from the group of like uh, DJ Lena, Candice Kane, uh, Shasta Cola, and uh, we were like we were the supermodels. So we were like Christy, uh, Naomi. Uh, I cannot remember. Uh, what was the other one? Christy, uh, Naomi, Linda, whatever. Them, Linda, exactly. Um, but I came back, and, the, and my friend was like, "Please just sing an aria. It's my birthday." And I was like, "Nobody wants to hear." And I was like, "Fine." I sang the one op one aria, and I was like, "Okay, let's move on." Literally, I finished singing, and the club was complete. You could have heard the air conditioning humming. I was so I was like, Work. "This is the end of my drag career." And I was about to turn to walk off, and they like <laughs> thunderous applause. And then they were like, do it again, do it again. I was like, do it again. I was like, encore. I was like, I only brought the one song. They made me sing that same song four times. Four oh, fucking wow. times at the Pyramid Club. Remember Pyramid Club? Uh, of course I, I do. It just closed. I don't because I'm 20, 24. So, <laughs> I, I said, and, and then how did that translate to your hit? Uh, 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 Jesse Normus, your, your, your uh, so then you people, so then people started like, oh my god, you have to do that thing you did at Pyramid, and you have to, and then I, then literally my career jumped from you know just being that dancing drag queen mm -hmm. to the opera singing drag. It's funny in in America, I was called the opera singing drag queen. When I went to Europe, I was just called the opera singer. Mm. It's so funny. They would book me like Shaquita, the opera singer. In America, it was drag queen opera singer Shaquita. And so I did all the talk shows. I did like uh, Jerry Springer and Geraldo and Joan Rivers and Ricky Lake. And actually, I did the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race on Ricky Lake. Oh, wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean you did the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race on Ricky so Lake? So it's what? the beta, the beta version. So Ru has, had been uh, shopping around the show for a while. 
Oh. And she was trying, you know, she, we, it's no secret. She was trying to get the show on network and the back, it, it was, it was difficult. And so she did like a mini version of it. She sang her song. Uh, and then she did a mini version of like, I'm going to choose a drag queen. Uh, the best drag queen. On the Ricky Lake so, show. On the Ricky Lake show. Interesting. And uh, I sang an aria and then I won the show. So you're and, uh, so you're like the unofficial first winner. Fuck <laughs> B.B. Harmonet. Shaquita <laughs> Hall is the first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, I don't know. I don't know about him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, that, got, that, that sort of uh, launched me into then traveling to Europe and performing like all over Europe. And uh, I mean, then I became Shaquita the opera singer. As, and then I, then I just kind of phased out dancing as much, which I was like, oh no, because I don't want to sing all the time. And I didn't. And that's when the whole Her Royal Highness, the Princess Shakira Rizal, came about. And I was like, I don't want to be that diva. Like I never wanted to be that like pageant queen. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, let's just drop it and just call it Shakira. And then when social media came about, they're like, you need a last name. So I just used my actual last name, Hall. So that's how it's now Shaquita Hall. Yeah, got it. Okay, okay. So, so it, with with the night kind of nightclubs that we came up together, mm-hmm. you know, performing in, I I I always loved the opera because it was so different, and you would often at Wigstock or whatever wear a magnificent gown, so it wasn't trashy. It was it was very elegant. You looked beautiful, um, you know, major costumes and sumptuous ball gowns, and then you were literally up there hitting those. But notes. I didn't. I, I mean, didn't, it was. I didn't think that's what the you know that's what the kids wanted. I didn't you know I didn't know I knew that's what I did in my private life and right. in my day life. That was like my day job. And I was like, but I didn't think this was going to work. And, yeah. you know, so. Well, I mean, but there must have been certain settings where it worked better, um, you know, or, 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 or some audience would want four songs, the same song sung again. And some audience think, oh, I'm drunk. I want to dance, yes. you know, because opera is not often. I mean, sometimes it's in foreign languages. Mm-hmm. It's slow. There's no beat, yeah, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. But that's why it, I don't that's why I don't do it. Like when I do my live shows now weekly. Uh, I will maybe sing one song, but it's not, you know, you know, or people like sing an aria, but I don't make my, my nightlife show, my club show about that. Uh, when they, when they, when they asked me to do, uh, Jesse Normus, when they asked me to do Jesse Normus when they were opening, uh, the original XL nightclub in Chelsea, Mm -hmm. uh, the original, the concept was, uh, Beto, rest in peace, uh, wanted, something completely different. And I was like, I'm not going to stand here on stage in a fat suit imitating a famous opera singer for an hour. I don't think it's going to work. And OMG, was I wrong? Yeah. It literally, when we did five years of Jesse Normus, every Sunday, I would walk in the bar to do my makeup. There was no one there. I walked on stage to a packed, sold-out really? room every day for five years. So this is, so, yeah, so was, this it, is um, Sha- Shaquita's character called Jesse Normus, which she um, emulated after the diva the legend Jesse Norman and it's a brilliant act it's a great but I mean the fact I mean I would be nervous to do that too but the fact that people people were like I'm coming to see this yes oh it was I was so shocked and I mean the the sort of it it became this it had this fan base and this like fanatical Mm -hmm. fan base to this day people like will stop me and be like when is Jesse Norman coming back and I'm like uh um, I don't know if I can do her now that she's passed 
Well, well oh. to be fair, though, uh, Jesse Norman did trance. She wasn't just an opera diva of the opera world. She definitely crossed Absolutely. over into pop culture at large, uh, you know, not to the extent of someone like Pavarotti, but her mannerisms were known, mm -hmm. which were very grand, which you, uh, you know, uh, you know, poked fun mm -hmm. of, you know, wore the, the, the I mean, it, it, it was a big success. Do you think that we're even allowed to dress up as someone heavier? I mean, I'm really very skinny, but I just pad my gut so for yeah. laughs. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, you know, see, it works every I, time. Just like we're just like we were talking about changing fashion, I think it's okay to admit that we the the things I used to say back in the day I cannot say anymore, and that's mm -hmm. that's okay because as we it just means that we are evolving as human beings, and as we evolve, we learn to become more inclusive when we learn to understand yeah. each other a bit more. So, you know, I, we used to do this thing at Barracuda called the joke off. And I would allow everyone to give the most raunchiest joke that they could and they would uh -huh. win a prize. And it was, it would get <laughs> awful. Like sometimes I would just cringe, but, Please remember a one no, or two. No, I cannot. Please. I cannot. I, I oh, cannot. please! I know you're such a lady. Bunny is so old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, so can you for for, for the kids? Because this is a podcast. This, mm -hmm. is an, this is an auditory medium. Can you like describe what the change is from from Shaquita to Jesse? Like, what are the differences, and how do you transform to, to Jesse? So, um, Jesse. For, first of all, to know Jesse Norman. Uh, Jesse Norman is a was a huge woman in, in every way, vocally. Uh, t like uh, just and presence. I remember yeah. I met her once. Uh, I was working at the Metropolitan Opera, and uh, I walked into a rehearsal room. I didn't know. I opened the door, and she literally and she wore she always wore these massive caftans like to the floor, so you couldn't see mm -hmm. her feet. So she always just looked like she was floating through the room. <laughs> and she turned around to me and she said, "Shut the door." And Ooh. I I think I was like 19 and I froze and just got so frightened. And she had this big mouth and this elegant way of speaking on rounded tones. And I was mm -hmm. petrified. And so when I did when I when I did the parody of her, I made sure to like sort of to like uh, do this over the top accent and this and the in the very speed, very high voice and good evening. And all of a sudden you're British sometimes and then you're Southern sometimes. And uh, you, know, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm talking about. It was like, what, yeah. Yes, it's a mid-Atlantic yes, yes. where, where, where you're American, but you just think it kind of is grand. So you lay it on thick and it might be a little bit. Exactly. But it was also parody on all opera singers and how aloof they were and thinking that they can sing anything and they can do anything and it was just you know i would as jesse norman as jesse normas do a rap number because uh opera singers were doing like pop albums and i was like please stop it stop renee it. fleming like, girl, oh my goodness placido domingo's placido domingo's recording girl. of west side story the most beautiful sound girl, ever. terrible like, no. terrible <laughs> no i don't want to yeah. hear that so you got to know. Did, did Jesse ever see you do it? No, but she heard about it. My, a friend got of mine it. went to a gala and he was sitting behind her and he tapped her and he said, oh, blah, 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 blah. And he told her assistant and she goes, oh, that is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and she signed She signed an autograph and sent it to me. Work. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. That's sweet. That's yes. sweet. 
and you did a, a, a you you sang on America's Got Talent. Was that the Ugh. show? Yes. Why do you say like that? It's Girl, like oh, you were yeah, great. You were right. It was every, every, it was it, it made waves around. People were like, oh my god, what is that? What's going so, on? So I mean, I don't. I, I know a lot of your listeners are fans of reality television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, let's just say, I mean, we all know that reality television isn't real. Yeah. And um, what was happening? So, I, I mean, I, I, obviously, I'm not on the contract, so I can, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. But America's Got Talent does nothing really for the talent. It does everything for the show. Right. And, you know, as a performer, and I'd been a performer, and I was a tr- I'm a trained singer, and I was traveling the world, and... You know, I was, they put me secluded in a room. They would tell me, oh, we need you on set at 7 a.m. So I'd wake up 5 a.m., beat my face, go down to the lobby, be ready. And they're like, oh, I'm, we're so sorry. We meant 7 p.m. Girl, And I no. was like, what? And I mean, it was like, it was 12-hour days being tucked in a corset in high heels. And I was just like, yeah. can you just give us breaks or at least let us know so I, you know, and mm-hmm. so I can go pee? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you just have to sit there. And it was like soda. It wasn't, it wasn't the best treatment of artists. But if you look at the show, the show doesn't really produce entertainers. Like, can you name yeah. any famous people from America's Got Talent? No. The only one I think may have come out for British Got Talent, uh, uh, One Direction. I think they were America's Got Talent. I, there was something like yeah, that. I, I don't mean, There was something. Was it no, Kelly American Clarkson? Idol. American Idol. Yeah. American Idol is a different yeah. piece. It was well, not, that show is about the show, yeah. uh, and as most shows are, but yeah. this uh, America's Got Talent, um, a lot less so. You know, And so yeah. I sabotaged my final performance so I could get off the show. Oh, word. I sang, really? Yes, I rehearsed one way and then sang live a different way. And the producers and I mean, if you watch back that episode, you can see everyone's reaction because they were all there at the rehearsal, and they yeah. knew I was going to do something. And even the dancers beside me were like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> no. Wow! But you know, it was it was terrible. And I was the only one. So they put a, everyone that gets eliminated. They put you on a van and send you back to the hotel to pack. And I was the only one in the van. Like, oh my god, you guys, I'm coming back. Book my book my trip to Amsterdam. I got it. You know, and everyone was like crying. You know, I was just like, they're like, if you lose, if you don't win America's Got Talent, will your career be over? And You're like, bitch, my career's are getting started, I was like, baby. No, they're like, you want to cry now, don't you? I was like, uh, no. Um, no. <laughs> so, so do you think that the um, the the twelve hour days and no breaks and stuff? Do you think that that, as happens with some reality TV, they want the contestants to be on the edge yes. because that if you snap at someone that's good TV, mm-hmm. was it partially because reality TV was not in its infancy, but you know we, we it, it, maybe it didn't have the budgets that it would grow to have? I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, I think it's different for each show because I knew that I, I um there were other shows that I knew people were on that were actually getting paid to be on the show. What you know I, for America's mm-hmm. Got talent back then the your daily stipend was $25 the meal the <laughs> meal in the hotel cost $27 i can do wow. do that math y'all so i mean oh i can't yeah. i couldn't possibly so I, I think the show was about the show and not unfortunately not about performers and not about the performers and that's that's unfortunate yeah so sure. an example of that would be when the show wants to push your buttons to manipulate you because of your personal backstory so that they're rooting for one or that there's a, you know, altercation so you can clap your hands and have a bad girl's moment. Is mm-hmm. that, 
I mean, because that's what often her. I'm not a reality TV fan, but people say that makes good TV. And I'm like, oh, why oh. is it good? Yeah, I, I, I can't understand how we are so locked up in in competition. I mean, I'm literally like, y'all don't want to see a genius singer sing a concert. You want right. to hide them behind a mask and then guess who the fuck they are. And <laughs> then, the mix up, you know, P- Patty LaBelle singing with fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Give me a fucking break. What kind uh, of moron says, oh, I love Patty LaBelle. Oh, yeah, let's hide her and make everyone guess her voice and have her do one song. Fuck that. I want to see a concert. What happened to us that we don't want to see concerts anymore? But I, think, I mean, people do, people but the do. mask thing is something different. That, yes. is, that, is, that, is a, that is a show for TV. Bitch, I've been to two Patty LaBelle concerts in my life. When she does her shit at the King's Theater or whatever, people go, but that's just, and that's entertainment purposes only. By the so way, reason why you have but where do you see that on TV? Where do you see it on TV? A concert? I mean, I, I mean, P- P- Patty LaBelle can pay to put a concert on TV, but she wants you to come to the thing and mm-hmm. buy her tickets so she makes money. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so I, Patty LaBelle do it. Buddy, you, well, you go bitch, do a free they gave Charo, They gave Charo a fucking TV special or two. They gave Paul Lind a, a, a TV special or two. I, I don't think it was a, I don't think, I mean, you know, if they want to push you, where's Jennifer Hudson? So, TV special. She's got the most thrilling voice out there. But that's, but I think these, but I think that's also that's also relative i think if you think she has the most thrilling voice that's that's you there are other people that think other people have the most thrilling voice and i think we have to have that sort of like open-minded to be like okay do you like that great i like this you know just like i love but, but do they I, just have because, their... but just because i love opera doesn't mean i'm gonna shove it down everyone's throat every thursday night at my show you know what i mean so right. I, okay, yeah okay no, no but that's two different things where are the concerts of people that even other people who don't like patty labelle and jennifer hudson i don't see the concerts on tv i see a fucking goo Ooh, let's get patty to do a dancing with the stars and compete oh my god she's hurt her knee i don't want to see that shit fucking sing your magical music well, what, get, what, get what, your what, coins I, together bunny and go to the next patty labelle concert there you go that's I how know. you support that's I how understand. you support instead of complaining about it you support the artist that you like you know, <laughs> that no that used to be on tv that used oh, to be so on you want TV. it for free Aha. Yeah, you want it for free? No, bitch. Go pay your five hundred dollars. I don't even have a TV. Go, go pay your five hundred dollars and go sit in for at, at Patty Labelle and uh, make, so, make, make her throw make her throw her wig in your in your face and be like, there you go. Uh, so you're bit. two artists against concerts, okay? No, no one's saying we're against <laughs> concerts. We're, you want it for free on TV. Right, right. Oh, bitch. I think, it, you know what, Bunny? Then I think that you should produce a, you should produce a one and a half hour Bunny concert and put it for free on there YouTube. You go. How about that? <laughs> yeah, Wigstock for free. Silence. Oh, you are silence. You are hateful <laughs> trolls. <laughs> Mocking hateful trolls. Shaquita, this has been an yes. absolute blast having you on the podcast. Oh, and MG, honestly, you, so to, I, if, you know, if you ever decided to start a podcast of your own, I would listen. I find your voice to be very surprisingly very soothing. Really? I, I, I think I sound like a cartoon character. Well, yeah, but I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Monet was going to say she's trying to ditch if me. You're into co- if you're into cosplay. <laughs> I, you, you know what's so funny? I always remember the... So uh, when uh, Bob first moved to New York City, I hired her at uh, a little bar in Hell's Kitchen called Hardware Bar. And uh-huh. I re- used to re- remember, like, I gave her a show there. She was doing a show. It was great. Uh, I think it was called The Drinking Games. Uh, it was her. Name oh, and she was handing out shots. It, it, some, yeah, something like that. But then she would come to my show, and then one day I went up to her. I was like, 
Bob, why are you all just like staring at me? Like, she's like, watching your show is like watching a masterclass in drag. And I was like, Word. Bob, are you drunk? And, and she, I, I mean, I remember having this conversation like full on with her. And, you know, that to me stuck, stuck out that I have to be, you know, you have to be aware that people are watching. For sure. You know what I mean? And especially yeah. the younger generation, uh, people are watching. So, yeah, I'm, I work very hard to make sure that I actually work very hard, not just for them, but for myself to make sure that when I go on stage, it is something that if I was a young gay black boy and I went mm -hmm. to the show, I'd be gagging to see like outfit wise, yeah. like performance wise, like full full on um, entertainment. And, and you work so much. I mean, your work ethic, even when you weren't doing something in clubs, you were at the fucking haunted house in Times Square with totally straight audiences. Oh my God, you now Times work Square. At, I forgot about you, that. You, you just mentioned, uh, uh, you know, hardware. You, I've, I, I looked on your Facebook page today. There's like four nights. Of, you said four, five nights? You're working? Five nights. Yeah. What about Fire Island too? You doing it that this year? I am no longer on Fire Island. I was, that was your Fire Island years. show was really iconic. I remember Thanks. that that fucking Monday night show. <laughs> so she would do with this, she would do this Monday night show at the Ice Palace, and she would get tipped so much that she would have to get like y'all know those those like big garbage can pails that they have at like festivals. It was like one of those garbage <laughs> can pails. She had to use that as a tip bucket because it would be so much money. Do you remember the night that Wanda Sykes like, show, showed up? Yes, oh, I remember. That was probably one of the wildest nights. Uh, so then after that night, I was literally the next week, I was like, oh my God, you guys, Wanda Sykes showed up. And then, of course, you know, I was being sassy. like, and that bitch fucked up my show because she fucked up my flow. And then, uh, fuck that bitch, fuck that bitch. And then all of a sudden, I see a shadow walking uh, behind me and I turn around and it's her again. She's like, you don't learn, bitch. I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> she literally snuck up on me twice and I freaked out. I, there's like a video of me and I'm like shaking. Oh yeah, oh. I have I I definitely guessed that. I well first Shaquita first had me at the heart at your heart at your Thursday night hardware show and then you had me and then you were like, Wow, you're really good and I was like <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is, I had like at this point I maybe had like one or two gigs. It was maybe, and then you invited me to do your Monday night show on Fire Island, and that and that same night you did. You Shaquita does this Destiny's Child number where she, oh no, Dreamgirls, Dream where she Girls? has, oh, where, you, no. where she dresses up as a Dreamgirl and she has the two of them on a broomstick or a pole <laughs> on either side of her, and so it's it's it's, it's a really great number. Dreamgirls on a budget. Dream girls on a budget. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Are you coping well with the the you know changing restrictions? I mean, how has that? Obviously, I mean, most of my jobs ended for a year. You kept busy doing online stuff. Yeah, uh, and I mean, you're a fucking workhorse. Uh, well, I'm Jamaican, so there you go. That's what we do. We we work. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I'm I am fortunate. You know, I was having a conversation with my husband, and you know, he was like. Well, uh, you don't want to be on Drag Race? And I was like, um, one, it's not that I don't want to be on Drag Race. I don't think I can be on Drag Race. And two, I'm actually okay with not being on Drag Race. I mean, I'm working and, you know, no offense to any of the Drag Race queens. And, I, you know, I love uh, so, uh, so many of you. I know so many of you. But, I mean, I've had a career for 30 years. I still work. Um, and I still mm -hmm. plan to plan to work. I mean, I don't know if uh, you all have something you need to tell me whether this is an intervention. But no, I, you know, you're in demand, bitch. I still I still work and I will keep working at that level. And I, I, I just like I say to the drag race queens and to every queen, you may be hot right now, 
it doesn't mean you're always going to be hot. So always be prepared mm-hmm. and always be professional, always be 100%, because it literally, it comes and it goes. I mean, I was performing in arenas and theaters and like opera houses. Uh, mm-hmm. And then someone's like, why are you performing in a bar? I was like, why not? Because you know what? Yeah. When I'm done with that opera house, I'm going to have to go back to the bar. So I don't want to be that snob that's like, mm-hmm. you know, I remember a, a, cl- a producer in New York. I won't name names. was like, you should stop doing bars because if you don't stop doing bars, you'll never, beca- you'll never be respected and you'll never get bigger gigs. I'm like, I would rather work every week in a bar than work one respected gig and get $1,000 and never work again for the year. Yeah. Well, and he was yeah. wrong because you are on the Ebony and Irony podcast. Hey. I mean, you have really, <laughs> I mean, fuck America's Got Talent. I mean, you have really, this is big time. I, this is I'm this? so happy that you gave that message and hopefully Bob the Drag Queen hears it because he needs to. <laughs> Y'all shady. Shady, Shakita, thank I, you so much for being here. Can you tell us where we can find you? Are you, you're, well, obviously you're on the Insta. I am on Instagram at Shaquita Hall, uh, Facebook, which I don't really use so much more. Does anyone still use Facebook? Not really. Um, Only bunnies. I do. Old seniors, seniors do. Yeah, it's too, it's too much. It's too much. Um, so I'm, I'm also on Twitter, but I also never use that. Um, and I'm at my hardware show, my show at hardware on Thursday nights, uh, Queens Yard on Fridays. Um, at uh, Hudson Yards, uh, we begin drag brunch soon on Saturdays. That's is that the brand of Voss thing? That's Voss events. Voss events. So you drag can see Voss events, same yes. as Queens of the Yard. Voss events, uh, drag brunch, and then I do drink and drag, which is Sunday Sunday afternoons at Playhouse, and then we are restarting Drag Wars. The next generation oh, drag wars. begins uh, yes. in June. Yes, work, girl, working girls for well, for thirty I, years now. Work, bitch. I mean, when dra- when it comes to those drag wars, I just hope that you lose. <laughs> <laughs> That was my friend, Shaquita. Oh, I did tell you, she was incredible. I mean, no one has her longevity. (laughs) Shaquita was enormously taxing on this one. No, Uh, that that was Shaquita uh, Garquifa Hall. Love her. That's not really fair. She's taxing on everything. Don't, Don't single her out. Um, yeah, another great interview. I was, I'm so happy. I was so happy to have. Also, it's also. I mean, a lot of these, like pretty much everyone we've interviewed, is your friend. Um, but uh, Shaquita is a friend that you know I know from before we. I, I spoke to her today, and it's just a pleasure that we can have our friends on our own podcast, buddy. Yes. Oh, you don't make me cry as we. In this magnificent moment <laughs> where they've re- written down all of the places, the many places that Shaquita performs on a list of where not to go and what not to do. <laughs> on that note, please be sure to go see Shaquita and Lady Bunny Fridays at the Hudson Yards at, for a 9 p.m. show. Um, is this ticketed, Bunny? Do people have to buy tickets or can, or can people just show up? 
Just go to Voss, V-O-S-S, events.com and find out. I honestly don't know. But I'm only there for the very opening. Then oh, okay. I go on tour with Voss Events uh, with the drive, drive and Drag, drag. Saves yeah. 2021 with all the Aquarius and uh, Got Mix. And, oh, my God. Are, uh, you, are, you, are you excited to meet the new, the new queens, Got Mick and Rosé? Yeah. I've actually I've, I've met Rosé uh, out Do in the Hamptons. Do you like her? Do you think she's talented? To tell the truth. I thought they were talented uh, when they performed. I, I don't see yeah. a lot of drag race. So, 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 you, so you hate Rosé? Basically. <laughs> all, I mean, if you want to narrow it down, I hate anyone that's young. <laughs> no, Rosé, you, no, you, you definitely like her because she's a really great singer. She's really talented. Really beautiful voice. Okay. And Bunny, Bunny, Bunny likes singers a lot. Yes. Yeah, because she, she likes to... She, she likes to See what she can't do. Well, the only thing that makes me feel a little uncomfortable is that, I mean, just knowing the way things are. Yeah. She's probably going to see me and want to fuck me. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. But it just goes with the territory. <laughs> so you, will see, you can see Bunny on the road. And then also you can see, you can see her Friday night um, at the Hudson Yards. And um, I, I also have a digital drag fest performance that was coming out May 30th. So make sure you guys get tickets for that. Um, I'm going to put the link in my bio on Instagram. And, oh, no, we're um, out of time. Sorry, we're out of time. I'll be saving <laughs> my new single, Love Like This, at the digital drag fest May 30th. So make sure you guys... Uh, is it, girl, I have, Bunny, I have like a full band, full background vocals. It's like a full thing. Okay, Faith Evans. <laughs> no, bitch, I'm fake Evans, honey. Oh. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening once again. And we'll see y'all hoes next week. But we will have stereo calls and we will be doing all the things. Trust and believe, mama. See you soon. Podcast Network.